Hi, everybody. This is Jenna with a cup of tea. And today, actually, I'm welcoming Allison. So it's actually Allison and Jenna with a cup of cacao. Oh, Allison, you've got some cacao on your nose. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. So this is um, an invitation, oh. as always. I did have cacao on my nose. <laughs> Into the invitation of the embodied journey. That invitation to just drop into whatever arises within this podcast. As I watch Allison lick her cacao around her cup. It is delicious. So cacao is a, a heart opener. It's definitely heart medicine. And um, I don't know. Have you had a cup of coffee today too, Allison? I've had two cups of coffee. Oh and I've had maybe a couple small cups myself. And now we're entering into the portal of cacao. So our heart space is definitely going to be wide open for this podcast. But it's all for you. So you're welcome. You're welcome. So... We're just going to see where this goes. We're taking it onto a, a spontaneous uh, embodied drive, I guess, within the soul. But so last night, Allison and I um, went to this amazing little waxing crescent moon gathering um, with quite a few people. I don't know. What was there, like eight or ten of us? Seven. Seven. You knew exactly the number. Six. <laughs> and we had amazing food. Oh, my gosh. You know, so even that invitation of amazing food is an opportunity to dive into being more embodied and just being so blessed. What, what? a what a profound lesson. <laughs> <laughs> How's that cacao over there? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah. I can tell. It's like drinking a chocolate bar. <laughs> and then we dropped into this amazing collective, what would you call it? Potluck of music? Music potluck. Music potluck. You know, that it was completely just spontaneous and nonlinear. And whimsical. Whimsical. But I was panicking. But Allison was panicking. Would you like to share why you were panicking? I was panicking because everybody was going crazy on these instruments. And I just get so stuck in my head. And I just don't feel fun. And everybody is having so much fun. And I'm like, why are you laughing? Like, I can't connect to laughter. I might, I might have a problem. <laughs> Do we really need to hear that <laughs> stirring of the cacao over there? I don't think anything is a, really a problem, so to speak. Wow. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> I do feel like, you know, like sound is a pretty big deal. And, mm. and whether, I mean, our expression, right? I've been thinking a lot about this lately just even like where we come from um, within our uh, lineage and um, were we welcomed to express 
um, within voice, within our bodies, within sound, creativity, whatever it is. And then I've been thinking a lot about the word fear and how at times fear can have a lot of different meanings, but that it can limit us sometimes. So you had that anxiety come up, right? There is a little bit of that maybe fear within your body. Yeah. And I could see it. Yeah, and it sucks because <laughs> I feel like I'm sucking all the fun out of everything. Mm. And then I get slow, I get down, I go down and down and down the hole. And then I'm like, I can't even move. Like I'm not even allowed to like touch anything or grab an instrument. I'm like, no, you can't, you're not allowed. And it just gets worse and worse. Do you think if you would have had a cup of cacao next to you, that would have shifted you? <laughs> Possibly. Thank God for this heart medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even I would say last night, there's some things that, that came out of me with my voice, whether it was words or sounds, and I'm like, oh, God, that sounded horrible. Shh. <laughs> but I wish I could even be at the point where I could even let the horror out and not care. Yeah. But too judgmental. Yeah. Is this a good session yet? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that, gosh, I mean, Allison comes to um, some of my primal movement classes and one layer within primal movement is is sound. And not everybody is ready to explore that within their bodies and then other people are ready to explore it. Or some classes are louder than, than other classes depending on the energy of the collective group. But I think primal, it's like we're in a class setting and we're allowed to, it's an individual experience, really, because mm -hmm. we're staying on our yoga mat, mostly, mm -hmm. not all the time. Um, but yeah, I think last night, the difference is, is like we're coming together in a collective and like we're creating one thing, which was a song, where in primal, we're just like cacophony. It's just like insanity. So, well, they're kind of so similar, though. I mean, even last night was insanity. Yeah. I mean, there was no rhyme or reason. There was no container, and nothing was making sense whatsoever. Well, now I can now I can see the bridge that I was standing on, and I can see that I could have jumped over and thought about it as primal, but I think I was trying to be too serious, like mm -hmm. a serious musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With that dumb old flute. <laughs> it wasn't dumb. That was amazing. So Allison is a flute player. <laughs> a pretty shitty one. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, I have no skill. <laughs> you have skill. I can play. You have skill. Yeah, I just, I'm too intense. So I'm on the threshold of being good and just being primal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which do you think is more satisfying being good or being primal primal <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> no but it's so interesting right because i mean 100 percent of our life is communication whether we're communicating with somebody else or we're listening to our bodies or we're expressing through creativity and yet there's so many times that we're kind of scared to step outside of our comfort zone or or speak our truth or share our feelings because 
Well, because maybe we don't want to look silly or, or we're intimidated to really just be a freak or, or we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or whatever it is. It's like such a huge part of life. And this is a huge part of, you know, connecting into being more fully embodied. Hmm. Well, I enjoy the lesson and it's all part of the part of the process. <laughs> Must you do that in front of the microphone? <laughs> She's stirring her cacao wildly cuz boy does this stuff thicken up. <laughs> it's like frosting. Mm. <laughs> well, that was my session. Thanks for being here, everybody. No, we're not done yet. <laughs> we're not done yet. I'm in, I'm in the place where I'm ready to escape. Mm. I'm ready to run out the front door. No, not yet. Not yet. We've got two mics hooked up, everybody. It's taken me how long to get back into this podcast? Buckle up. Buckle up. You know, like they'll get more exciting as time goes, or even this one as time goes. <laughs> Okay, so one thing I do want to... Okay, we're kind of jumping jumping around a little bit. That's good. Yeah. So one thing I want to... Um, one thing I've been thinking a lot about is, um, you know, within the invitation of, of being embodied or um, connected to your body or embracing life to its fullest, which is being embodied, you know, and that doesn't mean... Um, life is is all good and we're moving into cacao bliss it's also can be a little scratchy and a little bit edgy and um, take us into those places that we don't always want to go but I've been thinking a lot about like slowing down in life hmm yes tell me more well I just feel as if obviously this is probably you know, nothing new to all of you out there, but I feel like um, at times a big percentage of our world, especially in the United States, I would say, has this this goal of always being busy in their lives. And so how can we even embody life when we're constantly on the go, right? It's like even last night I dropped into this moment of just seeing all these amazing souls within this collective uh, potluck of music except for me no that's not true Allison was very much there she's being hard on herself and um <laughs> give this podcast a like if you think I suck <laughs> no. Allison <laughs> do you want to delete that <laughs> yes <laughs> yes no 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 so yeah, I've just been thinking about how the opportunity to slow down in life brings us um, into a bigger awareness of life, like whatever it may be, and and even stepping right into your fear to, it's like it's like this subtle slowdown. It's not like this intense slowdown. It's like you know what, I'm just gonna slow down for this moment. I'm just gonna slow down for this moment. And even when I say that, my voice starts to slow down. And I start to kind of see what is around Alice and I right now. And um, just to kind of take it all in. And that's not always easy because we think we need to get to the next thing on our to-do list or, or we're, 
You know, we're everywhere else except for our body. So how do we drop back more into our bodies so that we can, in these moments of feeling a little bit of anxiety or fear within expressing ourselves, it's not bad to hold back. So just what we were talking about before with Allison, I mean, whatever, last night she she was in this kind of tunnel and she didn't want to grab for an instrument and she and she was feeling that that anxiety that anxiousness oh my gosh and i couldn't breathe that's one thing that i was focusing on last night i was like just deep breathe and it was just so stuck and i was i was panicking mm-hmm. so how the heck am i supposed to get embodied then <laughs> well i think sometimes you know they always say breathe Breathe through the anxiousness, breathe through your anxiety, breathe through your fear, but sometimes that it can intensify the feeling. So, you know, maybe it was an invitation for you to even like lay down on the back and just feel the the earth underneath you. I wanted to lay down. But you didn't. I didn't. I just stood there holding my knees and gripping my fingers as hard as I could. (laughs) Yeah. So right there, wham, bam. That's an embodied moment. It's like, that's when we notice, okay, right now I'm feeling all these crazy feelings and I'm feeling like I can't express myself or grab an instrument and and just be a freak with everybody else and I'm no fun and da, 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 da. But you're like holding on to your body so tightly you can't allow anything to move or be expressed. Mm -hmm. You know, so in that moment, that was something for maybe you to notice and then how can you open up? It didn't mean that you were going to grab an instrument, but maybe just like lay on the earth, right? Mm -hmm. And if the breath comes through you, fine. But just that invitation to like open up. How do you feel about that? I That feels like what I should have done because freezing hurts. Freezing is horrible. Yeah, and shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? Mm-hmm. But what great, uh, what great data for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes when we're feeling that insecurity or we're feeling fear and anxiety, our body is contracting more on the internal uh, landscape than the external. Although, you know, obviously... I could, I could feel that from you within that moment. It wasn't taking me away from me being a freak, but I, I could feel that. But I, I also know you so well that I was like, okay, well, she'll just do what she's doing and, and whatever she's doing. And then I went home. Thanks for witnessing that. I went home and I had to sob. Yeah. Because I had held on so much that my body needed to release. So. Yeah. I came home and Danny was just like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I just need to sob. I held on to too much energy. Yeah. And I love that like you're sharing this story because, right, this isn't, this is like, this was such a big moment for you in that moment. And yet it's such a small moment within life, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things we can choose to like tense up about and contract about and have fear about. But I think... The invitation is to keep kind of going into the mud a little bit with these things that they seem so big in the moment. Oh, she wants me to talk closer to my mic. (laughs) She gave me the signal. But do you know what I mean? And I love this because there's so many people in the world that, you know, they avoid stepping outside of their comfort zone because they're feeling anxiety, whether it's going to a social event or a concert, or doing something new, or speaking their truth to their lover, to their friends, to their family, to the world. And, and you know, 
if when you're not ready for it, you're not ready for it. But sometimes we do have to step into that that invitation of fear and know that it's limiting us to some extent. And and I want to come full circle around to the word fear because fear obviously can have a lot of stories and a lot of layers, but where fear can actually limit us from really expanding in our lives and diving in. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I just have been thinking a lot about it. Well, it sounds like you have a a context that you're not sharing. You're being... (laughs) A little scoop of cacao. Uh, It sounds like you have something to share. Like, look at the audio peaking on the cacao. (laughs) It sounds like uh, you're being vague and not sharing with us what fear Mm -hmm. is meaning specifically in this moment for you. Hmm. Well, there's a few things in my life. Oh, oh, do tell. <laughs> well, I think that um, one story to share, and I, I, I share it because I know other people feel this way, but um, yeah, I, I don't know which one to share. There's two big ones. <laughs> What's rising in your heart? <laughs> What's tapping gently or loudly in my heart? Um, well, I think one is um, I have said yes to this this um, well, <laughs> yeah, you got me on this one. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to reveal one of the stories, but the other story is um. I definitely um, have felt a lot of fear. I said yes to um, taking my career into the next level to um, a team, which is known as a launch team. And I've been with them for about, I don't know, eight or nine months. And that has really pushed my buttons. It's like a new relationship, right? You get into a new relationship with a lover and and everything's exciting in the beginning, right? The foreplay and all that good stuff and you're inspired and you're ready to take it to the new level. And then you have these challenges along the way um, that end up being part of fear, just like Allison went into her story from last night. But this has been lasting for nine months and I just said yes to them for another four months. So um, I've had grown up um, temper tantrums, it's learning new technology, it's being vulnerable and sharing myself, and it's also really a lot of money. And so it's also that that risk, taking that risk, and is this really going to work? And, and then I look at everybody else online and um, with similar paths, and I, I start to judge myself. And, and I, I really connect into that piece of just not feeling worthy enough to even go there, right? So, and then there's other days where I'm like, no, I've got this. I'm going to rock this out. And I'm so ready to fucking just put it all out there and and take it to the next step, the next level. Um, so that's part of my fear right now. Well, what, what are you most afraid of? I think what I'm most afraid of is... Technology. <laughs> That's it? Technology scares me. <laughs> it 
shoot, even watching you hook these two microphones up. Well, then my next question is, what if you hire out? What if you have someone running all the technology? Then what? Then what's the fear? Or well, is it all good then? A part of me wants to learn the technology, so I, I do have an understanding of it, you know? I guess part of it is having control over it because, you know, and, and I don't know if I'm there yet financially to do that because I'm, I'm um, graciously giving my money to this launch team. So there's a lot going out right now. Yeah, and, you know, I know some of you have been tuning in and wanting to know more about sex. <laughs> the only reason why they're here at this point. <laughs> And I love talking about intimacy. I love talking about sex and um, just the dynamics within relationships. And um, I have a lot of conversations with friends, men and women, and, and the role plays they play in the relationship and what they desire more of and, and all of that good stuff. And I've entered into a new exploration um, with a beautiful soul and... Yeah, it's it's pretty intense, and and then you know I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I'm ready for the the commitment. And then I I think about am I ever ready for really the commitment? I mean, just to give myself. I am like such an independent woman that I've never had a husband. I've never had children. Only cats. <laughs> And a cup of cacao. And a yoga like, studio. And a yoga studio. Yeah. So um, I really think my perfect relationship would be owning a piece of land. And we both have separate little homes. And and not that we don't uh, mingle together. Because God knows I love intimacy. I love conversation. I love laughter. I love all of it. But I just need my space. Hmm. Yeah. So those are a lot of things going on, you know. Does this podcast suck? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like No, because I think the audience wants to know what's going on with you. I think it's been two years since you put out a podcast. Mm. And that's where you're at. I wish I had a spoon for my cacao, though. Oh, shit. You want me to get you one? Please. Keep talking. Well... <laughs> We're going to take an intermission now, folks. I, uh, I hope you take this time to refill your tea or cacao. Use the bathroom. Just take a moment to breathe. And she's back. <laughs> I don't think this podcast sucks. No, I don't think it sucks either. It's whatever. Do you have any questions for me? Well, I mean, honestly, I just wanted to say with you wanting a separate house relationship, I mean, that made me <laughs> that just made me think of last night, too, because my partner wouldn't come to a thing like last night because he was afraid we're going to play yoga music, <laughs> which we did. <laughs> and um, just what is rising up for me to say is... I've had to learn to be okay with not having the same friendships with him. Mm -hmm. 
And that's been an interesting thing because I thought when you're in a relationship with someone, you're always doing the same things together and you're always having the same friends together. And that has been very much so not the case for this relationship. Um, But, I mean, it's like, why does it have to look a certain way? It doesn't. Yeah. And I think everybody's so different, right? Right. I think that... um, I mean, for me, I, I wouldn't want my partner to do everything that I did, but I would, I do, I do desire to have some similarities and some enjoyable activities we do together, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, like dance parties one on one. One on one dance parties? <laughs> I mean, he's got to dance. That's one of my main what else check marks. What else? Does no, he I want to focus on you, you and your lover. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it, it really the biggest thing is like we do have some friends together, but it can't be my my yoga friends. It's not my spiritual hippy dippy friends. Um, and honestly, it's just like, he just, well, he, I think he can't be his full self in those. Cause he thinks he needs to be like spiritual to like fit in, which is not really the case. So I could feel like I identify with, with that too, just in our little story of last night, like thinking that I had to be. I don't know, whatever, in that singing scenario. Chanting to Ganesha? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I identify with that. Like, I'm I, not the, like, I don't click with every situation, I guess. No. Yeah. Yeah. And see, this is another part of communication and expression, right? It's like you go into a group and even maybe they have all know each other and they've been hanging out for a long time. I'm making up a story. And you're, you're new to the group, you know, like that in itself can be a little bit, um, I think most people may feel a little um, anxiety within stepping into a group that is really connected, you know, it's like a family, right? And then, mm. and, and, you know, perhaps they're even kind of in a way without intensity, but judging the new person, right? But yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, a lot of these people from last night are, I guess you could say, spiritual. But then you have me. Like, I'm I'm spiritual for sure. I like to go deep in conversation. But I definitely like the playfulness in life and the silliness in life. And I think a lot of people think that people who are these, whatever you want to label them, healers, yoga teachers, body workers. Um, I, I have a tendency not to want to use the word guru, but gurus, I mean... They're so human as well, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're not they're not one dimensional. Yeah, which a lot of people can sometimes think. Yeah, but sometimes they are one dimensional. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm glad that I have a lot of different layers. Yes. And so do you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all very interesting. Yeah, relationships are so funny when it comes to intimacy. And I'm 50. I still, uh, I guess, haven't found my match, although I've had a few soulmates in this lifetime, and I feel very blessed. Um, But they just weren't 
the people that um, were aligned to stay together for a really long time, you know, and I desire that, but a part of me is so connected to just being solo at times that I, I have anxiety come up when I start dating somebody, which is happening right now. Hmm. And part of that anxiety is I'm not really sure he is the guy, hmm. right? But I also know that I, I have to give it some time because you don't always know, right? I mean, I wasn't sure about this cup of cacao, but I, I drank it all. I licked my cup. And I want more. You heard it. You heard her <laughs> scraping that cup clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Like, why? Because it sounds like, or my question is, it sounds like you want to know if he's the one long term or if he's the one short term. Yeah. I think, honestly, I, I am ready for that person to show up in my life and um, and I feel like he, in his heart, he feels he knows, perhaps, that he's ready to dive in with me in a, a deeper, more committed way. Like, I really feel that from him, but I could be wrong. And I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and a part of me feels a little bit guilty, like maybe, maybe we shouldn't be um, having sex because I'm not absolutely sure. But then I'm like, I'm 50. We're grownups, you know. It's I actually need to to feel that layer within somebody uh, as an important layer of whether or not I want to spend my life with them. Mm-hmm. But there's a part of me that feels a little bit of guilt around that. But I, I also feel like I need somebody who is also really into their work like I am um, and also needs space, like not always. I mean, and he's like that, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's just one of these things. But I'm, I'm kind of witnessing myself. I'm observing myself um, and what's coming up for me. And... And I'm having sex. <laughs> but we won't title this episode that. No, we won't. We've already done that. No, we won't. But I swear to God, too, it's just so wild. Like, um, I swear almost every single guy I've ever dated has come back into my life wanting to rekindle. Mm. Almost every single guy. And I'm like, what is that all about? Hmm. I'm like, why couldn't you have seen this luscious cacao goddess the first time and now and now they come back this happens every single time what's that all about i don't know ask them should we have them all as guests (laughs) (laughs) has that have you has that tie them up and 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 attach attach a mic to them spoon feed them cacao (laughs) spoon feed them cacao and be like you must tell the truth cacao is like truth serum yeah yeah well had you ever asked that before like that that notion of them always coming back not really that direct question you know so this is the moment I think they just finally 
just maybe who knows you know like I'm just fun <laughs> maybe their life needs a little bit of fun well I can't deny that <laughs> yeah I don't know hmm. <laughs> a moment of silence it's good to pause. Yeah, it's the slowing down. Yeah. Slowing your your down. brain needs time to process everything that we've just told you. Mhm. Mhm. And and we ain't editing this thing. So oh you're going to no. deal with this pause. No, no, no. No, no. So no, live no. it up. Take oh. a breath. <gasps> yeah, I mean I don't know what else to say, to be honest. I mean, I could say a lot right now, but... Well, you're being vague. Yeah, I'm being a little vague right now. I'm being a little vague. I don't know if I'm ready to go well, in. Well, you, you, vague, vague is protection, so you can do that. It's called the armor. Ah. Yeah, the armor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you think about it, too, 100% of our... Um, a lot of our energy goes to expression, communication, listening is part of um, communication, expression through words, expression through our bodies, through paintings, poetry, music, tears, laughter, um, whatever it is, anger, joy, chaos. And, and then also 100% of the time we are in relationships, right? And it can bring up so much. It's like the deep soil of our lives. It really brings us into um, invitations and just that invitation to drop in, s slow down, and really feel what is there, right? I mean, I think when it comes to intimacy, I'm at a place in my life where I am 50. I can't, you know, I'm not going to look at somebody and within a blink of an eye think he's the one. You know, it takes time to really kind of um, feel somebody like really feel them beyond beyond the intimacy and the intimacy and then what works what doesn't work what feels good what feels aligned it's just like even you and with Danny it's you guys have been together how long now eight years eight freaking years holy shit let's see I and and Allison is 31 mm-hmm and um, she's had a longer intimate relationship than I have had, and I'm 50. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I think it's great, you know? You've let it evolve, and obviously all relationships have um, times of, like, just everything feels good and graceful, and then other times it feels a little rocky, a little choppy, and... And it brings us into more layers of ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, and the story doesn't have to look like everybody else's, too. No. I've, I succumb to that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Of no. like, oh, this is the step you should be at. Or, oh, you're at this phase. It should look like this. Yeah. Or Venus has ended her retrograde. <laughs> now what? I don't know what the heck was going on with that. But something's going on with Venus, everybody. Deal with it, figure it out. I don't know. Venus and Mars are like doing it in the sky They're doing right it now. In the sky. <laughs> They're like connected. 
<laughs> they have yeah. become one. Yeah. But we're not astrologers. Well, you might be. Are you? No, I am not an astrologer. We ain't astrologers, but something happened. But I am a Gemini, I've heard. Oh. <laughs> and I was born on a new moon in you heard Vedic that? astrology. I'm a self-made soul. And that means something. Well, Venus, I think the whole convo from last night about Venus was it's just ultimately about self-love. And it, it is about relationships, but the yeah. relationship with yourself. And so that could be everything that we're saying in this whole thing. Is, totally. Yeah. It's, yeah, he doesn't like to hang out with my hippy-dippy friends or you don't you're not sure about this person because of your independence but in the end like all the stories that we're telling it's all just coming back to ourselves anyway so and i am so glad you brought this up allison you are such a wise goddess it's the cacao it's the cacao it's opening our hearts but speaking of self-love oh god my accent is coming out Speaking of self-love, so this is another thing I think about with um, the exploration that I'm having right now with a man is that I need to give myself permission that I can take I can take up space in this exploration and I don't owe him a commitment. I don't owe myself um, a direction of clarity one way or the other. Is he the one or is he not the one? And what the fuck does that even mean? Mm. The one. I mean, I know in my life, like I said earlier, I have had a few soulmates in my life. And they um, were very passionate lovers. And um, there's probably one that I'll never get over, you know, till the day I die. And yet I'm still open to that another person coming into my heart space and me saying yes to that person giving us more energy, right? But what I'm getting at is I don't need, I don't owe anybody anything when it comes to, yes, I'm ready to commit or no, I'm ready to commit. Like right now, it's really just slowing down and maybe we need to slow down and, and really just exploring what is there, right? Yeah. But it's even that, that, that anxiety of feeling that I, I need to, to know right now. And that's towards myself. It's not like he's pressured me or anything, but it's, it's. It's also feeling his energy. I feel that his energy is definitely more within a knowing, maybe, within his heart than mine. But I could also, again, be completely wrong. Hmm. So that comes back to self-love. Like, you know, self-love. That's it. That's it, in a nutshell. We don't need to explain we that to you. We don't need to say anything else. Well, and also, I like how you said that um, the one, like, why do, why is it so important to know the one? And, like, what if the one is just, like, a myth that we're all programmed to believe because of Disney movies? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Society has us, you know, just all wrapped up into what the one, yeah. the soulmate. Or, or if you don't end up, like you said, you had multiple, many soulmates. It's like to look at one of those relationships as a failure is mm. so sad to me. Yeah. And no, yeah, for me, I don't look at them as a failure. Mm. Um, I cherish well, I know you them. you don't. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, there was David from Australia, hubba hubba. <laughs> Jamie from Terlingua. The name has been spoken. The name has been spoken. She's uh, she's underestimating her celebrité. A dear soul named Eric that I'm not going to say anything else about. But we didn't even have physical touch, but there was like this this intimacy between us for a very long time when it comes to letters and um, and so many other beautiful layers. And we're still in touch, you know? It's it's these souls that have, have I've connected into my heart space in a really meaningful way. And, um, and there's that energy there, you know? Mm-hmm. Redefining. Redefining, yeah. 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 But my true love is my cat, Shri. <laughs> and you had a dream about her. Yeah. Last night I had a dream that she was leaving her physical body. And she's one of my soul creatures for sure. She's 13 or 14 or 15. I'm not really sure. But yeah, I had a dream she was leaving her physical body. But she looked up at me and her eyes told me she, I don't know if she was quite ready. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to message in a dream interpretation, we are all ears for that one. Bring it. On top of that, bring a little Venus and Mars. (laughs) (sighs) I like that. Yeah. Well, y'all. We've had a real good time. We finished our cacao and now we're not quite sure what to do with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> My heart's pounding a little bit. Oh, are yeah. you nervous? Well, maybe a little bit. The oh, because you're sharing. But some. also, I just I had two cups of coffee and cacao. Oh. You know? Yeah. Well, then, what does that mean? That I'm addicted to. <laughs> well, you're stimulated. So, what are you gonna do with that stimulation? <laughs> right in front of the microphone every time. <laughs> I'm going to get creative. I'm actually supposed to do a lot today, but I'm feeling a little bit tired, but I am going to step it up. Fantastic. Okay, all you people, we've loved being with you. Maybe there is a little pocket in here that you resonated with. We'd love to hear from you. You can friend me on Instagram, Jenna Finkston, Primal Embodied Wisdom, or Allison. Allison is in love with um, many horses. Many horses. <laughs> and so you can find her at Mini Blessings BV. Mini Blessings BV. <laughs> we'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>